Ladies and gentlemen and everyone else, welcome to another episode of, I would say, your favourite podcast. Yep. Um, and if it's and not, how, what are you doing? You know what I mean? How dare you disagree not, with me? Well, it's not even that. It's just like, if it's not your favourite podcast, don't worry about it. Like, listen to your favourite podcast. Life is short. It's finite. You know what I mean? Like, if you're listening to this out of some sense of duty, or if you mm. think you're going to get something out of this, like if, if you think if you if you think, oh, I don't really love it, but I think it's got to get better. It doesn't get better. I'm telling you, we we from episode one we hit our stride, and it's just plateaued. <laughs> um, my name is Michael Hing, and joining me in I think quite a hepped up mood with, with some recent good news. It is um, former coronavirus worry, Ben Jenkins. Hello, That's how are you? Right. I'm very well. Let's get our guest in because I want, I want her to, to share in this news as well. Uh, you might know her from the Batch Pitch podcast. You would know her from the world of stand-up comedy. And you would also know her if you watched our uh, werewolf stream where she was betrayed by one of her close friends. It's Danielle Walker. Hello, Danielle. How's it going? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Well, thanks so much for joining us uh, on this, I think, quite an auspicious occasion, Ben, uh, because I said you've had some great coronavirus news for you and you alone today. (laughs) I cured it. Um, (laughs) No, that's not what happened. Yep, I cured it. I had it and then I cured it in my body and then I got (laughs) negative results. No, I I had to go for a coronavirus test, Danielle, because uh, we went to dinner in like a hotspot. We didn't know it was a hotspot when we went to dinner there. That wasn't what drew us there. We thought it was a Korean hot pot. Um, <laughs> Instead, you found yourself at a Corona um, hot spot. It was a. Um, uh, but uh, no, we. Uh, so I had to get tested the other day, and um, and I've been waiting on on those results, and um, uh, and I don't have it, guys. So, which te- did you do the drive-through test or did you go to the doctor? How'd you get, how'd you get it? Done? I did the drive-through test. At, there mm-hmm. were doctors there, Michael. Like it's not just you go to you'd go to Macca's. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I was so swab in the test. nose. Two, one in the, the nose, mouth, two in the, the nose. Right. Okay. Yeah. In the okay. in the mouth and the nose. That's right. the, that's the correct order uh-huh. that you uh-huh. want it in. Um, but and how was the experience <laughs> for you? It was really fucking stressful because I went there with my fuel light on. Right? Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to be first cab off the rank to get this test because everybody's going to want to get these tests now. Um, and I didn't bother to stop for petrol. And um, my car, not to boast, um, doesn't tell you in like, uh, with a needle, it tells you like how many kilometers you have. And when I pulled, oh, no. and when I pulled into the drive through, I had three kilometers left. What right? the? F- how are you? How are you living on three kilometers? What is your fucking life? That you are letting it drain to three kilometers left on Look, your fucking fuel. Honestly, it is so unlike me. Like I, 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 I never let my phone dip below fifty. Like I don't know. Does this give you anxiety, Danielle? To like think of a fo- uh, of a of a car on three k's? Yeah, I don't understand. My dad has one of those cars that mine just has a fuel light, which means I'm like, oh, this thing can go forever. <laughs> but when they have the kilometers counting down, it's like I will not let it go- get below 70 kilometers. <laughs> but also he does live in Townsville, so the fuel stations are like further away sure. than in big cities. Mm. Well, I had I had every every intention of filling up, but I just I just wanted to I just well, because also like I can't fill up with Mo in the car. Well, I can, but I have to fucking get him out and then, like, walk him into the servo and then, like, I don't know. I have a weirdly principled thing about not wanting to do it because I, I feel like I should be able to leave him in the car 
when I go no, to pay for the no. petrol? No, I think that I think that generally speaking, leaving a child in the car while you leave the car is yeah, is, is universally to... uh, hated. I think that's a terrible thing to yeah, do. Yeah, if I'm going to the casino, but like oh, sure. if, I'm, <laughs> yeah. if I'm going like if I'm walking like ten meters into okay, the place, yeah, yeah look, to, I don't have to pay kids, for petrol and maybe buy a know. curly whirly. Um, <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. I think to get fuel, you can absolutely leave the... If you can see the kid the whole time, yeah. right. just really make sure he's strapped in. But I've heard, I've heard, and then, I've heard people get in trouble for that and people well, like smash their window with a brick. Especially if you're taking extra time to buy a curly whirly. I, I would mean, argue that if there's nobody... If I have to line up already, right? If I have to line up already... I can get a curly whirly because it's not adding any time. Yeah, tell it to you know a fucking I mean? judge, mate. Tell it to a fucking judge. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, so I, I just, in- just just on your coronavirus test, that meant that if you had run out of, like, I cannot think of a worse time to run out of fuel because if you're at the front of that queue and then oh. they go, all right, we've done your swabs on your merry way, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. actually, uh, my car has just run out of petrol. <laughs> Can you help I, me push my car for a bit? And they're like, no, you could be coronavirus positive. <laughs> We're not getting fucking near you. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I imagined like having to get out of my car and then immediately being domed by a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was the pit. So, it, I mean, it's already everybody who's had the test will tell you it's, 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 it's fine. Do it if, you, if you, you should. But it's already a reasonably stressful thing. And that was just mm. uh, an additional thing. But yeah, man, I'm COVID free. Um, and I believe that means I can never get COVID now. That's the op. No, that doesn't. That's not what that <laughs> so means. that's great. That's um, so Deb. good. I. Sorry, go. I got very angry the other day because I went to the doctors to get the results for a blood test, and I had my mask on, and then a man walked in, and he was like a very stinky man, <laughs> and it got into my mask, and then made me start to sneeze in my mask, and then everybody was looking at me and asking me if I was okay to be there and if I was showing any other symptoms, but I can't say I'm just sneezing because there's a stinky man around, and so then. Just, just, I had to just say I had chronic people. hay fever, so they would let me stay. Do people make you sneeze? Yeah. Is that I, I'm going to be honest, Danielle. I've never heard of that before. I've never, I've never had someone's was, bo make me sneeze. It wasn't bo. It was like overwhelming smoke. Oh, you know when like oh. just cigarettes, like really sure. bad. Oh, sure, it was sure, the sure. Human Torch from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. In, in that respect, I can I can attest that, that I uh, I've sneezed at people's perfumes in the last couple of months or their um, colognes, and that has um, that has drawn the I I know what you've been through because I have a sensitive nose and that kind of thing. Let mm-hmm. off a couple of sneezes in an elevator the other day, and the other person was like Uh-oh. looked at me shocked, and then I was like, oh sorry, it's your cologne, and the guy was like, it's never happened before. Whatever. What? And then, yeah. There was only two That's... of us in the elevator as well. It was a, uh, yeah. Anyway, but I felt, I felt, um, I felt completely, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the word? I felt, I felt misjudged, frankly. Um, now, um, Danielle, you're down in Melbourne, which is is under a reasonably strict lockdown right now. How are you going? Yes. Um, I think I was okay until like maybe last week, and then. I realised that I was sad because I haven't done anything in like six months. Mm. Um, and so I decided I would have a holiday. So from Thursday until this coming Friday, I'm having a holiday and I'm doing things like last night I made um, watermelon jalapeno margaritas um, and I've been trying to like just have a chill fun time and pretend I'm on holiday. That is right. um, lovely. 
But uh, but to be clear, the holiday you're having is in your home. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Great. Yes. 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 Fun... It is in my home. <laughs> what other fun holiday activities have you got planned? Uh, I've been having a lot of um, showers with the Bluetooth <laughs> speaker on, um, listening to music. Oh, Danielle, I'm really, I'm because I know, I know that things are hard, and I'm really trying to stay positive. <laughs> but fuck this, no, I can't. This is too depressing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're, bum- you're, you're, you're bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, that's actually a really fun thing to do, Ben, okay? Uh, okay? It's not even that bad. Um, you should, uh, you, have you considered giving yourself gastro or something to really... <laughs> to really complete the experience. <laughs> yeah. I think I've been sick anyway recently. I have done a bit of vomiting, um, but um, all good. So <laughs> yeah. I don't need to do the gastro thing. Yeah, just order some had cr- that prawns holiday. and see what happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And uh, Danielle, because you've never been on the show before, we do like to ask our guests um, if you've got any great stories or good stories or experiences even just buying and selling yeah. things By online. The way, the way that that de-escalated in expectations was so good. Do you have any great stories or good or stories? Good stories. Or just um, experiences. <laughs> or, um, <laughs> look, we're just basically looking for a sentence with a verb in it at this point. <laughs> string eight words together. No. Um, are, you, are you someone who buys or sells things online or is your family into it? Well, uh, they've recently gotten into it because they were scammed. Yeah. <gasps> um, in that Wait, my family are uh, as a result of that. <laughs> well, because somebody was stealing from my nana <gasps> to <gasps> make a profit on the internet. Oh my goodness! So, my family are very big into plants. Um, they have been into plants for generations, <laughs> and my nana and my mum have like so many plants. And recently, um, I got into like a rare plant group on the internet, and what I, I mean saw you got into it? all do these. You- do you mean that you were finally accepted into it, or do you mean, or do you that, mean you that you, were... you infiltrated it? Is infiltrated the word we're looking I, for here? Yes, infiltrated is the word. <laughs> I infiltrated the group. They let me in, and then I saw them all selling plants that my mom and Nana have just lying around for literally thousands of dollars. Oh, shit. Like, these plants go for, like, five, $600 for a small plant. Hang on, does this um, have anything to do with the initial scam that got your grandmother, or are we just talking about recouping her losses? Well, I'll get to it. Sorry. So, I got into the page, and then I saw all the plants, and then I contacted my mum and my nana and said, you need to get all your plants on this website because you're going to be rich. Um <laughs> I specifically sent a text to uh, my mum's partner, Noel, who doesn't like that she has so many plants. And I told him how much these plants were. And then I said, um, sell the camping trailer, Noel. You can get a camping palace. Uh? <laughs> Hang on. Sorry. Um, can I just, just to paint a picture for, for, for myself yes. and also listeners, what kind of plants are we talking? Because uh, are, are these like, are they orchids? Uh, is it marijuana? What is the... It's v- velvet leaf Anthuriums, specifically. I, fuck, I don't even know what that is. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google that is, is while that, you Isn't that a cryptocurrency? Okay. Ab- well, I mean, it's worth more, <laughs> I assume, than cryptocurrency. So my my, I got into the website. I got mum and Nana to get into the group. It took them like three months to get into the group because they could kept 
not answering the security questions to get into what the group the because question? they're old. Are you a plant? Oh, just like, <laughs> yes. Do you wish to follow the rules of this group? Skip. They just kept skipping it. And your nana's like, fuck and then, off, no, I'm not. <laughs> no one tells me what to do. Yeah, she has... She has absolutely no idea. And then they finally got into the group and then my mum saw that the my nana's been just giving plants away to this lady for free for ages because she gives plants away. This lady's been going onto this website and selling all <gasps> no. of my nana's plants and she's made like 12 grand off my nana in the last six months. And hasn't, hasn't even wanted to cut your nan in. Hasn't even told her about it. Oh, my god. She goodness. just kept saying things like, oh, I'll take the rest. And Nana's like, I still want some of these plants. Um, so you can't have the rest of them. They're still like, I, I still want them. Anyway, when mum got into the group and saw that, that the lady my Nana's been giving plants to is oh in there making a profit, then they decided they were going to get online and sell plants. Fuck, and this now is juicy they're shit. rolling in the plant cash. Um, so There's a crucial step nan- we're missing here, though, because like she does need to sell plants, obviously, but she also needs to destroy this woman. Mm, like, yes. Oh, yes. Well, my mum messaged the admin of the page and <laughs> told her the <laughs> name of the woman. <laughs> um, and then the woman contacted my mum, um, and then they had a little backwards and forwards, um, uh. which mum hasn't shared with me. Um, but she, I, well, because I assume the way my mum tells a story, I assume that was a pretty polite backwards and forwards. But the way my mum tells it, my mum like set her house on fire. <laughs> um. uh, can I ask, was there a pre-existing relationship between your nan and this and this lady who was selling plants? Were they neighbours? Were they bingo friends? Like, what was their pre? Or they just meet online. Um, my nana just makes friends with people, sure, like anywhere. Okay. okay. Like when I was a kid, when we would go shopping in the school holidays, when we'd eat lunch in the food court, my nana would start talking to the person at the table next to us in the food court. Right. Okay. 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 I love this, this woman. And um, <laughs> wait, which if- woman? The nan or the lady scamming <laughs> Danielle's nan? <laughs> I, uh, I, I I love the Nan, and I'm going to make it my life's work to destroy that other woman. <laughs> yes. You, everybody should. Everybody wow. listeners. <laughs> okay, so I'll be I've on the lookout. I've my mum to post her prawns. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Danielle, my, my old man runs a nursery, if that's helpful in any way to your schemes. Ooh. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the qualifier on it that we can only use the nursery to destroy that other woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, is your dad if, in the, if they have any? I was going to say sorry. If they have any pests, we can send the plant pests exactly. to her, like oh, fungus sure. gnats or something. Uh, does your dad have uh, a any need for a uh, for a velvet leaf anthurium supplier, Ben? Oh, it's far too fancy for dad. Unfortunately, I mean, this right. sounds he mostly like sells. <laughs> what does what does your dad mostly sell? Is it hay? It's, is it? <laughs> it's, it's fancier than hay. <laughs> It's a split the difference. <laughs> okay. He's a humble hay merchant. <laughs> he sells um, tropical palms. Tropical what, palms? Is what he wow. sells. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Palmland up in Terry Ooh. Hills. Tell him that uh, Freddie will go to home sent and he will have no idea what that <laughs> he will, means. He'll say, what is that? <laughs> and you're like, oh, you're sad as a podcast. And he'll be like, what's a podcast? And then they'll play some episodes of this fucking podcast to your father. And then you will be taken out of the will. That's basically how that trajectory goes there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. 
That's the uh. closest this podcast has gotten to an ad read, and I think it was a pretty good one. Um, uh, hey guys, well, do you want a snack got... report? Do you want a fucking oh, snack report? Yeah, are you eating? Are you chewing, chowing down? Are you Benjo? We haven't had a snack report in a while, and uh, and somebody got in touch and said, "Could we have a snack report?" Um, and I wasn't going to do it, but I thought it might irritate Hing. So um, I have three <laughs> things that I want to talk about. The first is um, a delicious uh, coffee from Campos just up the road. Um, really enjoyable, just a flat white. I'm halfway through. It's a little bit cold, mm-hmm. but um, a good coffee can be drunk uh, tepid, I think, is a good test. Uh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next thing I have is um, a uh, Mount Franklin lightly sparkling passion fruit drink. Now, when they say uh, it says a hint of natural flavor, I don't know if you're aware of this, Danielle or Hing. Have you have you come across this particular product? So this is like a sparkling no. water. They put a they put a little bit of they uh, like I guess some sort of essence into it. You know? Yeah. Now and here's the you, thing. Yeah. You look at the can and you look at the name and you think this is going to be like one of those. Um, uh, you know when you go to a vending machine and there's like one healthy one. It's like called Cool Springs or yeah, anyway, Mineral like, Springs or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's basically just like Pasito, right? Like it's like mm. a it's like a su- sugary drink. When they say a hint of flavour, they're not fucking around, Michael and Danielle. It's it's barely there. If I gave you this and said this is normal water, you you probably wouldn't think twice. It's okay, a real delight. Right. You know, it's right, a real so subtlety. You're a fan of this, okay? Is yeah, there any? Can, are we done with this segment now? Can no, we we're not on? because I said there's three things and I've only done two of them. So, um, <laughs> and I'm not even done on the second one. I wanted to say that it's a really nice mindful experience too because you have how? to seek out because you have how to is, seek how out is, you have to how seek is out the flavor. You know what I mean? Like you have to think about it. You when have to, people when talk about mindfulness, Ben, yep. when people talk about mindfulness and how it is sure. helpful to like be present in the moment, mm-hmm. no one has ever done that in the context of passion fruit water. This uh, is in- well. Maybe they should. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about, guys, um, this was from the same shop I got the Campos from. Um, I've got this Dolce de Leche caramel slice with macadamia nuts on top of it. And mm. can I just say, in terms of texture and in terms of, terms of taste, it's 10 out of 10 for both. Okay. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if it were a little bigger. It's probably the length of a, a big man's finger. You know what I mean? Like which finger? The rude finger. The it's the length oh, okay, of, a, of the a, biggest one of a, of a big. You know what it is? It's probably like Hagrid's rude finger size. Whoa, <laughs> that seems yeah. quite big. Did you get that from a country bakery? I didn't. I got it from a from a hoity-toity inner city cafe. I feel like they usually have extremely small slices. Well, no, yeah. I'm, I'm complaining about the size. Maybe I've maybe I've underestimated the size of Hagrid's rude finger. Um, anyway. That's my only criticism of it. I wish it was more. And you know what, guys? When it comes to slices, wanting more is a great problem to have. So um, those are the three things that I want to talk about. My coffee, my uh-huh. um, mindfulness water, and, um, and this de- delightful caramel slice. Cool. Um, I hated all of that. I, it, I found s- that <laughs> entire thing infuriating. Now, now I also know you're going to be enjoying that fucking caramel slice mm. while Danielle and I are at the cull face of the chuckle minds over here carrying <laughs> this fucking podcast, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in my mouth now. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm thinking about getting some of that passion fruit water for my holiday. I think you should. <laughs> really fancy yeah. things up. Yeah, I do love I've got a plant wall and I just like sitting in front of it pretending I'm in a rainforest. So that might help. Oh, Danielle, honestly, you need to stop describing this holiday. It's re- it's re- it's so depressing. Dude. It's real it's crook. Such a fucking problem. <laughs> No, it's not depressing. It's actually really fun. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's get to some classifieds, shall we? Um, yeah, let's do it. Michael, do you have one to kick us off with? Yes, this one was sent in by Siddharth. Thank you so much, Siddharth. And it's taken from... Uh, Siddharth is fast becoming, by the way, a Hall of Cowards MVP. So thank you, oh Siddharth. Oh, my goodness. Such good stuff. This is taken <laughs> This is taken from Weehawken. Weehawken, I think, New Jersey. Uh, oh, is that like a website or a place? Uh, it's, it's from Craigslist. And this is a place called Weehawken, I think. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, well, Weehawken, and- by the way, is a great place to sell something. <laughs> Weehawken here. See? Uh, <laughs> just, just a little joke there for our listeners to enjoy. <laughs> uh, so thank you for sending this in, Siddharth. It's entitled Psychic Needed for Interview with Dead. Okay. It, it reads as such. 214 years ago, mm. Alexander Hamilton, open brackets, <laughs> the father of American banking, close brackets, mm-hmm. was killed... At the Weehawken Dueling Grounds. Oh. I am looking for an experienced psychic to try to talk to his spirit at the site of his death. I would like his opinion on modern American finance and ask for, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and ask for any good stock picks. Hmm? <laughs> Rates negotiable, must be a real psychic, will not okay. appreciate said abilities being used on me. Fair. <laughs> Would like to get this done as soon as possible. Again, from Weehawken, New Jersey. All right. Okay. I think I think it's good that he's asked for a real one. I think you can get stung if you don't put that in the copy. Yeah, you want um, a real psychic, not a uh, not, not some sort of show psychic. You know, not none of these yeah. showbiz psychics. Hey, look, I know a little bit about Alexander Hamilton. I've seen the musical. Um, I've I've listened to the soundtrack. I'm is not that ashamed how, of that. Is that how he died? By listening to the soundtrack. No. <laughs> No, oh. did he die in a duel? He did die. Are you serious? That, yes, yeah. yes. That is di- absolutely what happened. Okay. Um, okay. Um, uh, but I don't think him or anybody from over 200 years ago would be useful for stock tips. <laughs> no. Like, what's Although, gonna- to be fair, I reckon he might say invest in gold and... That's just always a solid investment. Yeah, it's true. Pretty good. It's true. It's true. I think uh, <laughs> when they started out the American economy or whatever, um, I think they did. I think it, what the American dollar was like pegged to the to gold, wasn't it? Yes. It was like called the gold standard, right? Yes. So yeah, I reckon I reckon he'd had some some good ideas regarding that. He might have some um, less good ideas with uh, regards to, I guess, broadly speaking, um, taxation. On account sure. of, I'm pretty sure that there was a lot of killing over taxation 200 years ago sure. in America. Um, yeah, I mean, I also, yeah. I also think that he's very unlikely going to be like, "Hey, look, the biotech sector is really taking off presently." And also, I guess I don't know a lot about Alexander Hamilton, but he was definitely a a, vil- a villain, right? In what? terms of, was he a villain? I mean, everybody, no, everybody, like. F- f- I reckon from like 50 years ago, by our standards today, everybody was a villain. But oh, what, sure. You're going to have to be so, more specific. Right. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Was he one of, in, in, the, in the movie Hamilton, uh, sorry, not the movie, in the, what is it? A musical. In the musical Hamilton, is yeah. Alexander Hamilton, uh, he's like he's, he's like a power hungry guy who like rises to the top and takes over from George Washington or he's something. He's a hustler. That's, have you seen he's a hustler. it? Have you okay. heard it, Danielle? Yeah, I feel like he he is fine for any of those. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be the people who have to go to the top and take over. And seemingly right. he did. He was fine. Okay, he didn't want to. He he was against slavery. He was against so slavery. That's good. Oh, okay. He did, so he's. He, I mean, for two hundred years ago, 
He's basically a saint then sure, in American sure. in American yeah. history. He did cheat on his wife. Okay, um, well that's not good. Although I think that was maybe fictionalized for the thing. I don't know. Oh no! Oh no! I'm no! Not he sure. did it. Oh no! Wait, I think I think the sister love story was fictionalized. Possibly, for but the, the Reynolds the Reynolds pamphlet it's real. Um, is that is that yeah. a pamphlet we put out where he was like, I'm going to cheat on my wife? <laughs> 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 like, make ten thousand copies of this it, pamphlet. It's like, distribute yeah, around it's the in town. It's an old timey script, and it's like on the joys of cheating on your wife. Um, <laughs> Um, and he also came from nothing, so that's always a fun story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do um, love, do love someone um, who, who. But I just think there's probably better if you're going to a ghost for financial advice. Okay, well, of, well no, of the of the American Revolutionary ghosts, well, who's going to give you? <laughs> who's going to give you better stock picks? Huh, George? I mean, maybe George Washington because he he said he couldn't tell a lie. That's probably helpful. No, that was um, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, no, it was. Fuck, fuck. I'll let uh, it I reckon Ben Franklin could give you some good to- stock tips on account I of... I reckon Ben Franklin... He's on the $100 would- bill, you know? <laughs> That's true. That's true. If you, if you go purely... I reckon... Mm? I reckon you could just talk to a financial advisor now. <laughs> You're telling me. I think that would You're tell- be my option. <laughs> You're telling me if you had to choose between, like, I don't know, the barefoot investor or the ghost... <laughs> Of Alexander Hamilton, <laughs> you'd take this this guy with a YouTube channel and no shoes or whatever um, over over think, the founder of American banking. I think also a difficulty with communing with someone like Alexander Hamilton for financial advice is there'd be a lot of stuff at the top that would be quite tedious to you. Like, oh my God, where am I? I thought I was past. You pulled me out of heaven. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I think there'd be a lot of like. Oh, so uh, I think Ben, you're thinking of more of a time travel scenario where we we go back in time, we kidnap Alexander Hamilton in our time machine, bring him to 2020. Don't presume to know what I'm thinking about. I, in I'm this. just saying that's more analogous. <laughs> Whereas I think this is this is a psychic who's talking to someone who's been dead for 200 years or whatever. Okay. I think in that respect, he's being. The ghost of Alexander Hamilton has been conscious and has, has experienced the world sure. over the last two hundred years. Also, oh, so oh, okay. The afterlife. So he's been watching. He's been watching as things go. Sorry, I, find I imagine so. Sorry, that was my that oh. was Siri being uh, triggered by us talking about the Hamilton the musical. Excuse me. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It was trying to play it off my uh, off my watch. <laughs> That that is an interesting take because that then maybe he would be great if he's been watching and learning. If he's got two hundred plus years of knowledge, yeah, that's actually like a sick person to get advice from. That's true, and because if I don't have to bring him up to speed on two hundred plus years of macroeconomics, which let's be very clear, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I guess though there would be some stuff he would be able to understand. Just because he's been watching, but there'd be other stuff that would still be baffling to him. Because, like, for example, my grandmother, she's been alive for the past thirty years, so knows about the internet, but wouldn't know how to use it or really what it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can yeah. imagine that Alexander Hamilton would know that, like, the twin towers fell and how that might have affected the economy, but sure. might not, and might understand that, like, Apple makes computers, but also might not know what a computer is really. You know, is it is it a is it a talking Bible? Who knows? Can you imagine trying to explain to him like the Pepe the Frog meme, like just what a huge <laughs> fucking punish that would be? <laughs> um, I kind of uh, am thinking that 
because the the whole thing about stock picking, right, is basically it's it's kind of gambling, right? Because you, sure. you don't know what's going to happen in the future. You sort of it's like horse picking, right? There's a, it's a little bit more informed than that, but often not more than that. And and you're really yeah, asking I- a man who died in a duel for sort of gambling <laughs> tips. And it seems to me that in terms of coin flips, he's really not picked good ones in the past. Can I offer a suggestion that I think is going to make everybody happy? I think Please. Danielle was absolutely bang on. <laughs> Pardon the pun, everybody, but the money when she <laughs> said that you should just get a financial advisor. What uh-huh. if we kill a financial advisor and then commune <laughs> with his ghost? Or her ghost. It's 2020. So, <laughs> I, I feel like that's, I have. Yeah, I, I do have. So I used to work for a publishing company, and their whole thing was they had different magazines on how to invest your money. Uh-huh. And at the end of the year, they would send out uh, a letter saying, you know, what things had gone, what things they'd recommended had gone up and down throughout the year, um, and how it worked out. And so many of them were like. Uh, nothing went up. This was completely in the negative for the full year. Another. So I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know if a financial advisor would be the right thing. I think the best thing about this is watching somebody talk to you in either their voice, but what I want to see is somebody try and do Alexander Hamilton's voice talking at me as if they're an old-timey dude. That's what oh, I yeah. want to see. That's, I've never been to a psychic before. Have any of you guys been to a psychic? Do they do the voices? You'd hope they did the voices. I would love it if I went to... Uh, what I'd do <laughs> is I would get this this psychic who, like, I'm assuming is a fraud and say to them, <laughs> like, when they're communing with Hamilton, he'd be like, um, or, or it could be a woman, it's 2020, um, the psychic could be like, oh, he's coming through. He's coming through. Verily, I'm Alexander Hamilton. And I have to be like, and I'd be like, uh, yeah, I think he kind of rapped like pretty much everything. Um, so, so then the whole thing kind of just becomes a shitty theater sports game. <laughs> uh, ben, uh, do you have one you want to share with the class? Me? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this one was sent in by Charles. Thank you so much, Charles. Um, and this is from a little corner of the internet um, called Stack Exchange, um, which, he, correct me if I'm wrong, is usually just like kind of tech advice, right? Yeah, it's sort of a place you go for like programming notes or like how to teach people like HTML code or whatever, like probably sure. more advanced there than that. There is a part but, that yeah. Charles has found on Stack Exchange that is um, about like interpersonal skills and things. Um, and he has quite rightly identified that this is something of a rich vein for us. <laughs> so um, this is an internet forum for computer programmers mm-hmm. and a sub forum on that where people will exchange uh, interpersonal skills. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah. Qu- questions of etiquette, basically. Incredible. Like, incredible. You know. incredible. <laughs> Thank a, you, a Charles. Gold mine, Charles. Thank there you. There is gold in these hills. Um, so, look, straight out of the gate, this is a terrific... Uh, uh, straight out of the gate, uh, this one really starts strong. <laughs> Classmate is being deported. How okay. could I politely offer to buy their furniture? <laughs> Whoa. No. 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 My classmate is being deported from the US due to visa issues and has no intentions of returning in the coming years. They plan to join a lab at a university in their home country. They're really upset about having to leave and are very easily angered. (laughs) Yeah, I would be too. I would be too. So I have to try be careful with my words for them. I know they have some furniture that I could use. Since they'll soon have no use for it, how could I ask for it? I could offer money, 
too, but not much. My stipend is not enough to live on. Ideally, I'd inherit their furniture. That's a bad word. (laughs) Their family in the home country is wealthy, so I could potentially get free furniture that I have needed for a while now. Fucking hell. I wish they had said what country they were being deported to, because if it is... England and they're just like a backpacker who's like, mm. be, like who was like I'm just gonna hide under the radar, you know, yeah. chill out for a bit. But they're kind of like I, that person. This is I'm like you know what it's whatever it is is whatever. You yeah. both probably if this oh, person's totally. like um <laughs> yeah it's like I don't know there's some sort of Uyghur from somewhere or other I don't know <laughs> I think there's some sort of Western China I think I don't know they seem very upset about the whole thing something about Communist Party oppression I'm not sure uh, that no is I, I agree so with you Daniel wild. it is crucial to know yeah there's a lot of countries that could be good there's a lot of countries that could be terrible so let's just let's just assume it's a run of the mill um, basically bad country because most countries are pretty pretty crappy. Yeah. Uh, because I imagine that that's why this person is 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 easily angered. You know. Yeah. Um, be that as it may, let's not talk about the specifics of the country being deported to. Um, more so, just like how that conversation would go if that person was upset, right? So imagine you're being imagine you're being sent, you know, to to a country you didn't particularly want to live in, Ben. Sure. And I said to you. Right, let's just, let's just do a quick little role play. Okay. Hey, hey man, thank you so much for uh, coming around. I've oh. been really lonely since I found out that uh, yeah, I have to go back. Yeah. No yeah. worries, no worries. Hey, uh, sorry, sure. just first of all, can you move mm-hmm. your car? I've just brought a van. I just <laughs> uh, Can you move your car in the driveway? I just need to back the van in. I don't, uh, yeah, but why do you have yeah, a van, great. Thank man? you. Oh, here, here's the other thing. Sure. You know that bookcase that yep. you... Uh, yeah, over there. I, was just, I was probably just going to sell it to have a bit of money for when I get back home, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Why do you need money <laughs> for when you're back home? I thought your family's quite wealthy in your home well, country. Well, I mean, yeah, but you yeah. know, there's been a regime change where I live. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's they used to um, they used to have a monopoly on all of the eggs in my country, and <laughs> and unfortunately, a democratic <laughs> uprising has meant my family is no longer in the good graces of the people. Um, do, can you like? I cannot. There is no good way to do this. There is no good way to politely ask. Look, a- if I want to be a bit of, if I was a bit of a psychopath about this, if I can put on my psychopath hat for a second, um, <laughs> very easily. You had that; it fits so well, and it yeah. came so easily. <laughs> uh, if you're interested, it's a trilby. Um, I, uh, I would just be like, "Hey, man, can I help you move?" Oh, <laughs> do, do you want a hand packing, and then? Do you need a hand offloading this stuff anywhere? Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Danielle, I guess the, the the broader question is, when someone is going through hardship, is it ever okay to ask them for a favor? You know? I guess I, that's the kind of the broader question. And I I wonder as a as a tactful person, do you think uh, how do you how do you come so down do on that? Do we know that Danielle's a tactful person at all? No, I don't. I was well, just trying to be polite, <laughs> if I'm honest. Okay. Well, I do a lot of shopping on Facebook Marketplace and I have never talked anybody down on prices. <laughs> that suggests really? you're quite weak-willed as well. Because that's built into the costs, I feel. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't think of it like that. But also if I see something that I think is overpriced, then I don't want it. Do you know, we've right. had, Michael Hing, do you know that we've had two people back-to-back on this show, Mark Bonanno first, who are like Facebook Marketplace angels? Because mm, yeah, Banana's the yeah. same as you. He yeah. 
He never haggles. Yeah. He sometimes, he sometimes pays more. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> he sometimes he, like, oh, it's, it's, it's worth more than that. Yeah. He, he, was te- he was telling us last week that he uh, was also just giving away things for free on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> oh, that's what um, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the other side of that. Things he didn't want to Because he feels bad need. about charging. Yeah. I've done that before, but it was just for a plant that I had. It was too big. A plant? Are you, yeah, I are just you at all concerned like, that uh, plant might have been very well, uh, very, very valuable? valuable? No, I know it wasn't. It was a fern and it just kept growing and I kept splitting it up and it kept growing. And I was like, I've got too much of this fern now. It's taking over my house. That oh, sounds fuck. like, and then, yeah, that sounds like a horror movie. valuable plants. Um, yes. I checked in on uh, a guy I used to buy weed from in high school. Yeah, um, that's known as yes. a drug dealer. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well, he, he he did once tell me. I was like, man, how do you grow this weed? And he was like, Hing, they call it weed for a reason, man. It'll grow anywhere, which has stayed with me to this day. <laughs> um, I checked in with him. He is now like he must have gone to uni. Like, I've been friends with him, but I haven't checked with him on Facebook. He went to uni, became a quite successful scientist, and was just recently involved in the Mars Rover Two launch or whatever. <laughs> do you have and, complicated feelings wow. about that? Yeah, absolutely. Part of me is like, I'm really glad that he's found something that is clearly very rewarding and meaningful in his life. But at the same time, it does make me feel if he was able to go from being a high school drug dealer to being that, it it does bring into stark focus the lack of achievements in mine and many of my close friends' (laughs) lives. Do you think it's fair to feel like you should be doing better than your high school drug dealer? I think so. I absolutely think so. (laughs) I absolutely think so. This man sold drugs. Well, um, so- yeah, what were you doing? Yeah, I guess he was always entrepreneurial like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, he had a job. Yeah, what did I fucking do in high school? Nothing, nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, do you, have you have either of you checked in on your uh, high school drug dealers? Or, or not necessarily someone who sold you drugs, but the, the person... Uh, there was a guy... Was- there, was, there was a guy who used to... When I was at university... Um, this is true, and you might even remember him, Hing. He he used to um, come to all the comedy shows that we put on, like the reviews, and get really drunk and heckle them. And then he'd also like put on his own comedy shows where he'd like um, get his dick out and prance around the stage. Ah, uh, um, yes, yes, I know the person and, you're talking about. Uh, I think he may have like I'm I'm gonna get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure he like is on the cusp of inventing light speed travel. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's like an ion-powered drive or something. It's like it's it would revolutionise like exploring the galaxy, and yes. I, I saw I saw a proper like NASA article about it, and it's oh, that guy. Fucking infuriate! <laughs> fucking infuriate! How about you? Has anybody uh, in your life who you don't think should be successful <laughs> come good? And- no, I don't. I, my school was too small. I feel like everybody. I don't even know what anybody is up to really apart from my friends, but I feel like nobody's doing anything crazy. But also there was like 45 people in my grade, so it doesn't leave that much room for there to be like outliers. Sure. It, it is that thing though, that, though Danielle, where if, if if you can't identify the person in the friend group, it could well be you. That's a very and good point. people are like, oh, Danielle's on TV now or she's on the radio. This is really interesting to say. And they're like, I really thought she was going to fuck up her life. <laughs> 
people. Honestly, are- probably. I did. I would skip school all the time, but I would never like skip school the cool way. I would skip school and then go hang out in the music room with my music teacher and that's we'd play Disney school. songs on the that's piano. Just, yeah. That's not that's skipping to, school. That's, that's moving to a different school. Different that is moving to a different part of the school. Still counts, Danielle. Still absolutely yeah, counts. Yeah, I used to wag. I just like, you know, like go to like other people's maths classes and sit yeah. there and get extra learning. <laughs> um, Hing, do you have one to take us home with? Yes, usually, I do. Sorry, just, just, just so listeners know, this has nothing to do with Danielle. We know that she can read. We absolutely we've been, do. We've been messaging her for weeks about this episode, so we know mm. that she can read. It's just that she's having to do this through her phone because her internet is cactus, and so she can't actually read mm. an ad out loud. Yes. Um, but just so you know, she can read, okay? I don't want yeah. to start weird rumours on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> that Danielle Walker can't read because that's and just Danielle Walker is illiterate. Because <laughs> she's no. got, I mean, she's got glasses. What are the glasses for if she can't read? Unless exactly. it's like overcompensating so people actually think that. I don't know. You join the dots or don't yeah. actually. I mean, Danielle, you wouldn't have messaged us about the internet being like shitty where your, where your holiday is right now and lied to us about that just as a giant ruse because you can't read. That would be... Yeah. Well, ha- how would I have been able to type that information to you yeah. if I couldn't read? Well, exactly. I mean, you couldn't have gotten somebody else to do it and, like, you know, all that all that kind <laughs> of thing. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. crazy. And you know what? <laughs> Just to, like, show how stupid it is, I think I'm going to name this episode Danielle Walker Can't Read. Just <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows this is a fun joke. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this one was okay, said... Okay, well, it- I'm going to get a video of myself reading and upload it so that... <laughs> okay. And again, I mean, it'd be impossible for you to use trick photography or yeah. um, have a have someone else, uh, an earpiece well, exactly. where someone's I mean, telling like, you what the words say, all that kind I mean, of that stuff. Is a that bit, would be insane. That, I think that would be good proof for some people. Some people would be like, well, I've seen Lord of the Rings and I don't think there are such things as, you know, goblins and elves and things. But sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you have a lot of spare time to commit to this um, fallacy. Any- anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> This has been sent in by Hannah Burgess. Thank you so much, Hannah. It's taken from the Auckland uh, area of Craigslist. And it is in... Actually, interestingly, this is in the labour, hauling and moving section of, of, of Craigslist. Um, but it is not that. Um, <laughs> it's entitled Friends! Open brackets, New Zealand, close brackets. And the image is of, I guess, uh, some leftovers in a pot that someone's put their hand over. Um, I think the images are relevant. Um, so hang on, this is in the labour and hauling section. Yeah. The title is Friends, yep. and the image is of a pot. And of those three things, <laughs> only Friends is the relevant thing. I don't think okay. I don't think the other two things are relevant. Uh, and, and there's leftovers in the pot, there, like there's yeah, food. Yeah, it's a filthy pot. It's a filthy, filthy pot. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, this reads: Looking for friends, people who are nice, people who like drum and bass. Don't like folk music or trap, especially the hi hats on trap. Kill me now. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, this is a person just. Does that mean anything to you, Michael Hing? You're a radio DJ. Yeah, well, it's just genres of music, you know. Okay. Uh, it's it's just it's just the the different genres of music people like. But this is where it's so it starts off. You're just like, oh, you're looking for someone who's into the same music as you. That's fine. We all enjoy talking about music we like with other people. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But then it sort yeah. of takes a bit of a sure. left turn. Uh, this is more describing people. Uh, that I want to be friends. People who won't talk badly behind your back. Mm-hmm. Friends who won't publish your vulnerable artworks online without your permission and then refuse to take them down. Okay, well, that's getting specific, isn't it? Very specific. People who will call you back and return your messages. Hmm? See, that's gone back to 
broad. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I would have I would have escalated to you know, but that's and just me. I'm into structure. People with, people with green hair need not apply. <laughs> Again, oh. very specific. P- people with Take pink that, hair. The Grinch. <laughs> yes. People with pink hair. I'll be jealous, but you can apply. And now this is. A, uh, uh, do you drink beer? I don't, and I don't like the smell. <laughs> you can't trap us. You can't trap us because we can we can read it in one go. <laughs> uh, uh, Want to go for a walk up the top of the Auckland Alien Spy Tower to see if we can decipher the messages being sent to the Berlin Alien Spy Tower? DM me. I, I don't know what okay. the Auckland Alien Spy Tower is, but I'll look it up. Mm. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to say nobody wants to be friends with this person. So that's a pass that from is, you, Danielle? That's a pass from me. I don't think... You can't have so many prerequisites for friendship. No, for sure. It's just rude. How many are you allowed to have? Just so I can take a note. <laughs> like two prerequisites. Okay, okay, okay. Two, two at most. And like what... You can't... You cannot... But hang on, are these like special prerequisites? Because or are these like you know global? Can we take stuff as red? Like, or do you have to use one of your prerequisites to be like, isn't a Nazi? Is <laughs> like, isn't a Nazi? Is not currently running me over. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess maybe it would be like one is don't discriminate against people. But this person already discriminating on hair color. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Anyway, I would say uh, I've just googled. Here's an, here's another thing. I just. Googled Auckland Alien Spy Tower doesn't exist. Not a real wow. thing. So that's a made up thing. There is well, no, a sky it tower. It would be there. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, you sure. just don't understand. They wouldn't. They wouldn't label it. That's true. Spy Tower online. That's a dumb thing to do. There's dumb, no stupid spy green tower. There is a, to do. a sky tower. There's a sky tower, uh, which is 328 meters tall, and if I'm not sure. About- if any of Transmits. our New Zealand listeners uh, understand what the fuck this person's talking about in that last sentence, do get in touch. And if you'd like to be friends with this person and you're in Auckland... Mm. Um, that is stuff would, on Craigslist. I would honestly reconsider that, though. I'd have a think about why you want to do that. <laughs> um, Can I... Publishing, th- th- there's pu- one specific thing that really uh, sticks out with me, Ben. Uh, friends who won't publish your vulnerable artworks online without your permission. Now, yeah. do you think... Cause I'm sure you guys have seen this kind of thing online where someone will post like, um, my best friend doesn't think they're any good at drawing, but like, here's a, here's a drawing they did and it's fucking beautiful or whatever, right? And then everybody's and, like, yes. Yeah. yeah, this this rules. We love it. We love it. <laughs> or like, you know, you know, my, um, my boyfriend's been rapping uh, in his bedroom for the last two years and he doesn't think he's any good, but I've put it online and I've tried, you know. Yeah. I, I, I can see a world in which um, a, a friend has done that, a vulnerable <laughs> artwork posted online, you know, Without your permission, as like as like what they think is a nice thing to do, <laughs> and everyone's just been like, "Oh, that fucking sucks." Yeah, they're like, they're like my girlfriend, she's been pa- she's been painting flowers for the last ten years, and she thinks she's bad at it. But hey, she's really put her heart and, heart and soul yeah. to this one, and I wanted you guys to everyone see it. Please blow this up, internet. And then like everyone's just like, "Oh, blah, the line yeah. work terrible." Ugh, gets yuck, retweeted by like gets retweeted by Lin Manuel Miranda as like Yako Ducko. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it onto the Ellen show where she's like, well, here's an inspiring story about a lady who sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a terrible artwork. I think it's like one of the artworks I would have seen a girl at my school make, which is like, you know when something is so lame, 
but people think it's really cool, oh, but it's yeah. lame, and I'm everybody knows that, it's lame no. except for the art teacher. Yes, <laughs> and that person again. Like this feels I reckon very this specific. Person, yeah, it's not. It's not specific at all. Okay, and I definitely couldn't name the artwork <laughs> sure. or anything. Uh, but Danielle, it, but does, like, it does say, also seem that y- you have some sort of, I guess, en- envy or jealousy in terms of uh, approval from the art teacher, perhaps, that yeah. you're hanging on to many years after high school? Did you... Oh, no. Did I, you also um, wag school to go hang with the art teacher? <laughs> Ab- absolutely not. <laughs> Only the music teacher. I would never do that to Mr. McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, I I was just imagining that artwork, which I remember there was an artwork which was a, an old laptop that had been smashed up with a knife, and then they put fake blood on the knife and and had it half into the computer, and then around it it was like all bush plants and um dried up leaves and stuff to talk about how technology is ruining the environment. Oh, that's that was a the good artwork. one though, because that has I like that because it makes me think. You know what I mean? It's like, are you sure the person you went to school with wasn't uh, the clown prince of the underground art scene, only known as Banksy? <laughs> you know what? I mean, maybe. You know what? Really? Um, I mean, again, I- I'm sure that your description of that artwork, Danielle, is incredibly biased, and actually, it might have been quite cool. It's just you probably have a personal vendetta against this person or something. <laughs> but there is one a voice note. you can describe anything in to make it sound shit. That's <laughs> yeah, that's true. true. But but I will say that something about that artwork you described just then. Uh, why did why did the knife have blood on it? Because uh, computers don't I have don't blood. Know. <laughs> I can't help you with that. It just had blood on it. I I interpreted it as a cyberbullying statement, but that's just. Uh, oh wow! This artwork is good. It has so but many that's different good layers. It makes you exactly. <laughs> Um, hey, Daniel Walker, this has been a bloody joy. And I want to say thank you so much for um, using all the data on your phone to do this bullshit <laughs> podcast. No worries. All for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, now, you have um, a podcast. Yes. And it's currently cause, cause the, it, it's currently g- going gangbusters because the, the Bachelor's back. It's on. Yes, Bachelor in Paradise is back, and so is Batch Bitch, the podcast where me and Naomi Higgins bitch about the Bachelor and everybody else on the show. Is this um, a is this a is this a Channel Ten sanctioned podcast? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> we have completely different takes to almost every other podcast <laughs> out there. Somebody messaged us to say we always have the wrong takes. That's um, impressive, but in you a know way. what? We have fun. What's the? Uh, I haven't been really following this season's Bachelor, um, but I know it's a tattooed man who was a former contestant on a previous Bachelor. He's now the Bachelor. Uh, well, I don't know because currently it's Bachelor in Paradise. I haven't looked into who's the Bachelor for the upcoming oh, season sorry, of Bachelor the in Bachelor. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. what the, the, is I, the difference between Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise other yeah, than I, them being in ba- Paradise? <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise is when there's a bunch of guys and a bunch of girls who've previously been on the show oh. and they all go to this island and have to date each other. Right, no, oh. I, I misunderstood. Bachelor in Paradise, sorry, I was talking about Bachelor in Paradise, but I recognised one of the tattooed men as being a former contestant yes. who left the previous Bachelor because he, I think his grandmother was ill or something. Yes, that is Kieran. He was um he was he was like the the person of the season everybody fell in love with. He was like a sweet angel. And in Bachelor in Paradise, he's not so much a str- sweet angel. He's more of a fuckboy. Oh, I see. Um, 
What's been and the juiciest his... storyline of Bachelor yeah. in so Paradise? So he's gone from being a real Ben Jenkins to a classic Michael Hing, you'd say. Okay, that's... <laughs> I'm your hero, frankly. <laughs> uh, the juiciest plot line, I would say, would maybe be Kieran's, which <gasps> is essentially... He came into paradise. He was liking this girl called Cass, was talking to her. She wouldn't kiss him on the first night they were hanging out, so he went to another girl's bed who said that she did have a crush on him. He slept in her bed that night. Then the next day, he went on a date with her. They were smooching all over a waterfall. (gasps) He got back to paradise. Another lady walked in. He dropped the one he'd been with, got with her. Two days later... Another, oh, his ex girlfriend arrives at some point, um, and she drops the bombshell <laughs> she, she that he left the bachelor. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, it's it's a nightmare. Wait, what was this bombshell she dropped? She dropped a bombshell that what? She she dropped the bombshell that all through Angie's season season of the Bachelorette, Kieran was calling her on the phone to talk to her and tell her that he was still in love with her and that when his grandma died, he left to be with her. This so, is boom boom boom. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, and then. Another lady walked in and he dropped the lady he was with and got with her. So that's again. Like so it's like five different ladies or four or five different ladies in in the one in the one bachelor in paradise. Mm-hmm. So wow. far, and he is not treating them with respect. So and this and people disagree with your take on this. What's the what's the other take? What do people love uh, this guy? No. I think everybody agrees with us on that take. Okay. That one's the only take you can have. I don't think you can really you have really a take be a other than and be like he's a hero for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, people so he's can catch that. Um, you and people can catch you and Naomi Higgins uh, talking all things uh, Bachelor on Batch Bitch, which you can get from wherever you find your podcasts. Um, I just want to do a quick shout out to our um, patrons on our Patreon. Thank you so much uh, for your support. It's been lovely and very heartwarming to see so many of you signing up and to say thank you. Last week, me and Hing and special guest David Harmon recorded a real stupid episode uh, just for you guys, which you can find by going to the Patreon if you haven't already. Um, mm. Michael, but also we don't want you to get accustomed to that because um, you know, absolutely I don't know not. If we're be do doing- not. Do not think this is the new normal. I want you to lower those expectations again. You get nothing. As soon as lockdown's over, I'm, you know, let's be honest, I'm going to have um, people to see and dinners to eat. But until then, happy to keep recording bullshit with Ben. <laughs> uh, until next week, guys. Thank you so much, Danielle, for joining us. Until next week, bye. No bye. Bye. If you like Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.